0: Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life, because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, just like I said in the intro, but I still just have to say that every time because it just feels wrong if I don't, if I'm being quite honest. I just It just feels wrong. Anyways, I'm so happy that you're here with me today. I'm feeling a very chill mood, Um, a little bit due to the fact that I am running off of not a lot of sleep, and I should not be doing that, but that's life, but um, um, but it's a mix of that, and then also just feeling a lot of feelings recently, um, and we'll dive into that a little bit in the update, but if you're new here, hi, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, this is a, a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life. Um, I talk about it talk a lot about life and feelings and just lots of things and so if you're new here I'm so 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 happy to have you here and if you're a vet if you're a a for lifer if you're part of the potty people then like yo 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 okay why like why am I speaking like this literally why like I'm being weird I don't really know what's going on with me right now um I'm wearing like I'm I'm wearing this I'm wearing this cutie little hat and it's a little Carhartt hat which I love because I'm in my hat era right now. I'm in my fashion era right now actually and it's kind of I was oh my gosh why am I speaking like this? I was gonna say it's kind of everything but I feel like that's like they're like common words now in like the the American language where you know like with like culture like social media culture and stuff like Little sayings will start like everyone's like, oh period slay like those kind of things I feel like since being at school I've like picked up a bunch of the youngster slang because I deleted tiktok and snapchat Like literally all I have is instagram and I just post on there and then I kind of like just hop off Like but if I am scrolling it's through like recipes or like jesus memes or something But for some reason I think just at school like there's just like new lingo like everyone's like oh oh, blah, 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 challenge, level blank. Like, like if I'm gonna go study, then it's like, hey guys, new study challenge, level intermediate. Or like if I'm gonna go watch a show, like, oh, new show challenge, level easy. Like it's like a little saying like that. But I've been saying that's everything. Like, oh my gosh, that's everything. That is everything. And I'm like, I kind of love saying that, but I also kind of am like, I'm picking up the slang, So is it really like me saying it or am I just saying it because of the people I'm around? Which I guess the people you surround yourself with are the person you become. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of both. I don't know. I don't really, I haven't really thought too much into it until now. Maybe that's why I'm saying yo, yo, yo. Like that's, anyways, maybe I'm just super swaggy. Maybe I'm just swaggy. Swag. That is a word that we need to bring back. I love swag. Let's hashtag bring swag back, please. Um, Anyways, today I'm going to get into a little life update and then we will pray as we always do, of course. And then we're going to talk about relationships. And I had this thought because (laughs) um, for a multitude of reasons, but I wanted to talk about relationships because I was at Fortify at Crossland Community Church, which is the high school ministry in Bowling Green, Kentucky that I serve at on Wednesdays. And um, a group of like high school girls, uh, came up to me and was like, we listen to your podcast, like, ah, oh. and of course, I was like, oh my gosh, because, you know, I love when people talk about the podcast, I mean, the point of putting the podcast out is for people to listen to it, and so it makes me happy to know that people are listening to it, so hey, guys, if you're listening, but I feel like I've been talking a lot about, like, the college age me, because it, that's what I know, you know, I want to share the season of life that I'm in right now, and um, I wouldn't really feel as connected to like a mother because I'm not a mother you know what I mean I wouldn't feel as connected but like I pray that people of all ages listen to this and get something out of it but for me in the stage of life that I am right now I feel like it's wisest to speak of where I am or what I've been through and just talking to the to to the girls below me a little bit it was like I wonder like what they would want to hear and so I was just thinking and I was like well when I was that age which wasn't too long ago I mean it's like five years ago, six years ago, I don't know, um, but in high school, I, which is so weird to think about, I'm literally almost finished with college, like, I'm in my last, like, year and a half of college, weird, but whatever, um, but, like, yeah, when I was a freshman, sophomore, like, it was just exposed to all these boys, (laughs) just to put it frank, and I was like, ooh, boys, so, yeah it's just interesting to think about um so i wanted to talk a little bit about that and i just want to preface like (laughs) if any of my ex-boyfriends listen to any of this like or whatever like i'm not going to be name dropping or anything um and not like specific like i'm i i keep information that's supposed to be kept kept you know it's not going to be like a oh here's the tea but um I do want to share things I've learned and and you know, in hopes that it would help and help people in some way and so, um, yeah, but let's get into a little life update first. My emotions have been all over the place, especially this week. My family's going through a lot right now on both sides of the family, lots of just hardships and losses, and I think that's playing into a lot of it. um I'm finding that like my navigating emotions process is really different when I'm in college because it's just go, go, go all the time and I'm like craving that stillness. Like my soul is just like, I wanna be still. I wanna be still. And I just can't find the time. And it's not even like a priorities thing. It's like classes and and busyness and people and rehearsals and it's just a lot. And so I've really been having to wake up early or cancel on a plan not cancel on a plan just not make a plan or just plan out time to be still even if it's just 30 minutes to just sit and breathe because my soul is like craving that right now and um you know the brain and the heart gets foggy with distraction and that's where the enemy can slip in and the enemy has just been shooting some irrational thoughts in my brain and it's like I know they're you know, those thoughts that just like come into your brain and you know, you don't think them, but they're still there anyways. And so then you're like, wait, do I actually think this? But you're like, no, like, no, I don't. And I'm, I'm lucky enough and to know that like, wow, I'm having deja vu right now. That's weird. Anyways, um, I'm lucky enough to know the truth and the fact that like those, those thoughts are literally directly from the enemy. And so they have no hold on me. They have no power on me, but I just don't like the fact that they come in for a split second before I'm like nah um but again the enemy's gonna try and rather than show fear or have fear it's like an opportunity to be like you don't affect me like what you're telling me I don't believe I'm not storing it in my heart I store the Lord's word in my heart and when that is stored in my heart there's no room for your lies so wiping my hands off with that one, clapping back in his face, being like, bye. Um, but yeah, evil is out there and it, and he's trying to attack me real hard right now. Um, but always prepared for battle in Ephesians gotta, gotta put on the armor of God, die to myself daily and just wake up and say, you know, today, Lord, I'm, I'm fighting in your army. And that is a daily routine morning practice that I've really gotten into the habit of, when I'm sitting on the toilet, I say it. It's kind of fun. Well, I mean, that's the first place I go when I wake up and I'm like actually kind of waking up and registering what's going on. And then I'm like, oh, Jesus. So yeah, anyways, um, but school's going good. <laughs> I've only slept in my dorm one time this week <laughs> because I had not too much rehearsal this week. And so I've been coming home a lot again, just because of lots of family things and emotions and just feeling drawn to bowling green and wanting to be in bowling green um yeah so that's pretty much my life update right now just having some deep emotions that are valid and needed in um and helping me grow but also just kind of hard to feel discontent in school and content at home and I love going back and forth, but I just wish I felt content in both places. Uh, And that time will come, I'm sure. But as of right now, it's just my my heart and my soul craves to just be home and in community at Bowling Green. And not saying like, I don't love my friends at Belmont. I love my friends at Belmont. But just like setting wise, like place environment wise, like Bowling Green is just slower. Um, You know, when I'm in Bowling Green, I'm not in work mode because when I'm at school, I'm in work mode. And so I'm thinking like, what do I need to get done? What do I need to get done? When I'm back at home, you know, I'm not living on a college campus. So I'm not thinking I need to do this. I need to do this. Um, Yeah. So just learning how to carry that with me into Nashville and knowing, because I go to school in Nashville, if you're new, um, but just knowing how to like shut off work brain when I am in a work environment, but not working because um, I want to invest in my friends there as well. And I want to be part of the community there as well. I have a great opportunity, a great schedule right now to be able to invest in both equal time in both places. But um, I'm kind of just viewing it right now as like, when can I go back home? When can I go back home? So I guess my prayer and my challenge is is to enjoy everything, all aspects of all of it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my life update. Uh, I think we should pray now and get into it all right so uh bow your heads with me and we are going to get the presence of the holy spirit in this conversation dear heavenly father i thank you so much for this day i thank you for the listener please open the listener's heart the listener's mind their soul um whoever they are whatever they're going through whether it's romantic relationships they need advice on platonic relationships they need advice on friendships any type of relationship mother daughter father son um sister, brother, I mean, anything, brother, brother, I could go into details, families, cousins, romantic, whatever, um, Lord, have your hand in this conversation, um, and, and by that, I mean literally just your words, please, (laughs) because if I try to put my words in there, it is going to be not smart, um, as for wisdom in this conversation, I ask for guidance, I thank you for allowing me to speak on this. Amen. So let's go ahead and start just where I'm at right now. So my past history, I had my first boyfriend. I'm just telling all of this to like give a little, not like credit, but like just give a little background information of like, who is this girl? Why am I going to take advice from her? Um, I had my first boyfriend, my... summer before sophomore year of high school um I was six about to turn 16 and (laughs) I don't think he would care that I say say this but it was kind of like an accidental dating kind of thing because I thought if you like ask to start dating someone that meant that you would just like intentionally go on dates just with that person like more of like exclusive but there's like no label on it yet but that's not what that meant and so it was like oh boyfriend and girlfriend so that was kind of silly I was like well because he was like do you want to start dating I was like yeah sure and then one of my friends texted me and was like so you have a boyfriend and I was like what but I mean that's where it was gonna lead anyway so I was like "Eh, whatever sure um yeah I didn't in high school I didn't really view dating as anything more than getting to know someone um And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but it's just maybe not the most beneficial because I was just getting to know someone rather than getting to know a potential person that I would possibly want to marry. Like marriage was just not in the picture, was not even like a concept. It was just kind of like dating. Um, Which again, I think in a season of dating, you should date. I don't think dating is like automatically right off the bat planning for marriage, you know, Um, that's more of, you know, between you and the person, there's no timeline, but there's definitely just that feeling. And, you know, then it'll lead to en- engagement. Uh, Jonathan Picluda has a lot to say on dating. And one of the best ways that he could put it is like dating is the interview process for marriage. And so it's kind of like when you're dating, it's, it's like that interview process. It's like getting, just getting to know that person. But there is that idea of like, well, I'm not going to keep dating this person if I don't see a marriage with them. But I struggle with not letting that take over. Um, Currently now, that's what I struggle with is like not letting the idea of marriage take over. And like two weeks in being like, well, I don't know if I, I don't know, like, do I need, like, do I want to marry them? Do I not want to marry them? It's like, you're dating for a reason, like, don't rush the process, like, in an interview, you're just getting to know the person, um, for a goal, but that's not the right off the bat type of thing in an interview, so, yeah, so, that was my eighth grade year, it lasted for, like, two months, and then, um, my, kind of, like, my first, I guess, like, not real, I mean, that was real, but, like, a, a deep relationship, was the end of my sophomore year. Um, so I was sixteen and that was about six months. And it was, you know, we were best friends and um left on good terms and are still chill. It was very chill, but it just it just, you know, just knew it wasn't meant to be. Um and then my junior year I had a boyfriend for about six months. And then uh was like I'm not gonna date anyone, not gonna date anyone. And then my senior year, I had a boyfriend for two and a half months. Um yeah, and that was a very, very fat moved very fast, just emotionally very, very fast. Um so that was my senior year. And then my freshman year second semester of college um, started a relationship and that lasted until about just, just this past eight, um, end of April, end of April. Um, so that was a very long one. I learned a lot, um, and just about myself, uh, and very grateful for what I, what I learned. And I hope that he also learned a lot and, um only wish the best for all of my exes um but I I say this just to say like I have a lot of experiences and currently I am in a relationship and it is completely different than anything I've ever experienced ever Um, and I'll dive into that a little bit, but, and I genuinely want you to hear me when I'm saying this, like, I know it's easy for me to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, like, this is the best because blah, 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 because I'm in it. Like, it's like, oh yeah, obviously you feel like this is completely different because like you're in a relationship right now. Like you're going to feel those like big new butterflies, like, and like, yes, I mean, it's fun. It's new. It's, it's exciting. But I, it's different in the fact that, like, I wasn't attracted to this person based off of, like, finding them attractive, like, personality-wise, necessarily. I mean, obviously, I love his personality, but it was his faith that drew me to him. And that, it was like, God was like, I'm gonna present this man to you to where the only thing that you're attracted to about him right off the bat is his faith so that you can realize what a godly relationship that benefits the kingdom is supposed to be like because in all my past relationships I just don't think I really realized that it wasn't oh me and a guy like each other and let's chase the Lord let's ask the Lord to bless this relationship I think that's a very, very corrupt way of thinking, and I think intentions are good behind that. Of like, yes, we want to chase God. Like, we want to follow God. But it's not girl and guy coming together and chasing the Lord. It's girl chasing the Lord, guy chasing the Lord. And if God ordains it, they can, like, run that race together in the fact of, like, I'm cheering you on, you cheer me on, we're pushing each other to love the Lord better. And we become one when God ordains it and in God's timing and form a life together. Um, Yeah. And so it's just crazy to think that like right now in the season that I'm at, I have, oddly enough, felt more independent than I ever have. And not in a way of like feeling single, but in a way of like, learning about myself and growing in a relationship with the Lord to where I've realized a lot. Um, So yeah, so going back, that's kind of like a little brief synopsis. Um, But I love the topic of relationships because I think they're so, they feel, Form you they really really form you I mean I think it's safe to say everyone desires to be loved that's a desire it's we we are made for human connection we are made two is better than one it says in the bible two is better than one like God created Adam saw that he was alone and it was not good from Adam he created Eve man and woman to be together and become one body as as two become one body together and form this one body together to benefit the Lord, to benefit the kingdom. Um, So like, yeah, obviously we want that for ourselves. I mean, that's just how we're made. Um, And if that's not something you desire, that's totally normal as well. Um, I feel like the term gift of singleness is used just in that scenario of like well I want to be single but if if you are single you have the gift of singleness it's not like oh am i supposed to be single for the rest of my life then i have the gift of singleness i mean like yes but also if you are single right now you have the gift of singleness like use it i fell into the trap recently of you know post breakup being like, well, now I have the gift of singleness and I have just always heard like, use that time like you're never going to be able to get that back once you're married, like, savor that time, use that time, which is true. However, I, I, me being the person that I am, took that overboard and was like, well, okay, God, then I'm going to stay single for at least the rest of college because I want to focus on you. And this is this is my plan because. This is what's best for me because this is what I need to do. And so then, when my current boyfriend came into the picture, I was like, wow, this guy has an amazing faith. But, like, no, I'm not going to because I told God that I was going to stay single and I told God this and I told God that. And one of my mentors was like, Abby, you can't, like, you can't tell God how to be God. He's provided an opportunity for you. It's His timing, it's His plan, not yours. And if He's providing this, it's your choice whether you're open to the opportunity or not. But like, you've got some pride in the fact that it's not according to the plan that you've set up in your head. So you're not willing to take an amazing opportunity that God has provided for you. Um, so that's kind of how I'm in this little thing right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's like, yeah, singleness. If you, if you have that, explore it, see what it's like. But I feel like especially in Christianity and in in Christian women, especially, I think it's just like we, we read these words and we read how great a marriage is. And there's just so much in the Bible on marriage and being with someone and being with a partner that like, that's just, it's what we want. We want that comfort and um, that, that male comfort. It's, it's just different when you're in partnership with someone of the opposite sex because it's like oh like you just feel different it's like you know when a girl or guy wants like it's like sad you know it's it's a different kind of comfort if you go to like one of your friends than if you go like for example if I I'm upset about something. It's different when I go to one of my friends than it is to go to my boyfriend. It's just a different kind of comfort. Um, And they're both great and they're both needed, but it's just different. So I feel like we just have this deep desire once, basically, once you have puberty of just like, ooh, this is exciting. This is fun. The trap that I fell into in high school was an. I want to be careful on how I choose my words and I also want to be aligned in the fact that like this is not uh hear Abby hear Abby hear Abby but hear hear what needs to be heard um but but I feel like personal experiences help kind of navigate this kind of like topic my personal experience that i fell into the habit of in high school specifically of just dating was um i guess just kind of like not not I, I i liked the fact that i like didn't take it too seriously and the fact of like this is end all be all you know i just let the dating season be the season of dating but i also just didn't really view it as anything more that was the trap that I felt I was like oh I'll date this person and then we'll we'll eventually probably break up I guess and I think I just told that to myself because the idea of commitment at such a young age was scary to me and I this is me speaking out of my own mouth I don't know if there's a verse for this I don't know okay? I don't know. But this is me speaking out of my my mouth. If I was looking at younger Abby right now and talking to her, I would say, if you're not ready for a lifetime commitment, you are not ready to date. If you are not ready to think about a a possibility, not saying, if you're not ready to marry this person right now, you shouldn't date them. Not saying that. What I am saying is, if you are not ready to possibly consider marriage as part of the picture in your life you should not go into the dating world yet and I truly think that that would put such a different thought process into my mind um, now for the young child who is interested in dating um, dating with the right intentions. There are so many things that are important in a lasting relationship. Um, I think one of the most important things is that a relationship is work. And not in the fact that it's like, oh, like this is exhausting, but like relationships are supposed to be work. So I guess I'm doing the right thing. I think that when you're with the right person, it should be easy. But think about any relationship. Like think about how if you're close with your parents or like live with your parents, like, you know, you have a relationship with your parents and like you've lived with them forever and sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's great. Like it's the same way with a relationship. There are going to be times where you're going to have to do the not natural thing What I found with relationships in high school was that for like the first two months, it was like, I wanted to get them everything and dedicate all this time and do all these things and like just totally have the relationship consume my entire life, like my entire life because it's exciting. You're with a new person and that's great that it's exciting, but I let all of my other priorities kind of fall Um, and I let everything else in my life just kind of like go on the wayside. To where then when you kind of get more comfortable in a relationship, then it's like, well, okay, I guess I won't ask to really go on dates anymore because things just get more comfortable. You get more normal. You get more routine. Like, guess I won't ask to go, you know, guess we'll just stay at the house. Guess we'll just constantly stay at the house instead of like going out and doing dates because like now we're more comfortable with each other, like whatever, you know, um, you just get comfortable I mean there was one specific relationship that I had where you know we were watching sermons all the time and and talking about the Lord all the time and as we got more comfortable and closer it was like oh, "Well, I won't watch the sermon later oh, we can do this later and you know it's it's work like a, a work in the fact that you've got to stay accountable and yes go out and ask to intentionally date each other even when you've been dating for two years like When you're married, it's still important to go out on dates and relearn and rediscover things about your partner. It's so important because one, it shows physical like action and desire of wanting to know your person. Two, it shows that like you constantly want to learn about them because we're constantly relearning things about ourselves all the time. And number three, it just keeps things fresh you just got to keep things fresh um so yeah it's 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 work another thing i would say to the person who's ready to start dating is if and this is this is for all of the people who want a christ kingdom glorifying relationship which is what i told myself i wanted um but I never fully understood, I don't think, until my later years of life. But it's it's not the fact that, you know, when you're in a relationship, you get in a relationship and then it's like, oh, like, yes, he comes to church with me. Yes, he does this. Like, huh. I feel like for a kingdom glorifying relationship and I'm going to speak from the viewpoint of a girl because I am a girl. If he does not say within like, like if you can't tell that he is a Christian within the first, I don't know, however many minutes of talking to him, 30, 40, I don't know. Um, if you can't, mm, this isn't the end all be all kind of thing. But what I, what point I'm trying to make by saying this. I'm trying to make a point not setting a rule. But if you can't tell that like he's a Christian. You know what I mean? Like is it really something that you should be investing your time in? You know if you can't tell without asking him if he's a Christian. That he's a Christian. It may not be the most kingdom glorifying relationship and the fact of like man leading the woman closer to Christ. Like he may not lead you closer to Christ. Now, I'm not saying he needs to come out and be like, I'm a Christian, blah, 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 blah. There's no set rules. Relationships are very person to person. That's why it's such a hard topic to articulate and to talk about. But what I am saying is that in a relationship that is Kingdom centered and Christ centered as Christ is that keystone, that cornerstone, that foundation of your relationship. He should chase God before he chases you. He should pursue a relationship with the Lord before he pursues you. And same for the woman. Christ loves the church as man loves the woman. Christ is the head of the church as man is the head of the woman and not in a way of, oh, go make me a sandwich. Woman, do your woman duties. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I feel like I set this standard of having this trap in my head of like, oh, well, Christian relationships are where the woman stays at home and the man goes out and works and the woman stays home with the kids and has a white picket fence and makes great dinners and whatever and blah 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 and like that's just that's just false stereotyping and society has led us to believe that if that's what you want in life great so awesome but when we hear like like woman submit to the man it's not of like it's not in the fact of man tells woman what to do and she has to obey it's very much this equal partnership but the best way to think about it is like christ is head of the church and it christ to the church is man to the woman and for the woman it's like congregation like like church to christ right like we show up we work we're in, we're in relationship we are together right is this making sense i hope this is like tracking like i really really hope this is tracking um a man should lead in the way that he pursues you like if he's not showing you that he wants to take you out and he wants to talk to you and he's not making things clear he's not pursuing you in the proper way if he's sending you all these mixed signals and and making you play this like guessing game it's very easy to like fall into that trap of like enjoying the chase ladies let me tell you I loved the chase loved it I was like ooh, keeping me on my toes but like it's also agonizing and it's also really really tough and not fun and a guy that starts out talking to you like that before you even get into a relationship is going to carry that throughout the entire relationship and you're going to have to just wonder there's not going to be communication there's not going to be this clear set like I want to whatever you're going to have communication issues if he can't articulate and show you that he wants to pursue you actively pursue you why do you think once you start dating he's going to continue that a lasting relationship that should continue it's not like oh once we start dating then things will get better because then we're date Mm -mm. I'm so sorry ladies but you cannot be a fixer you cannot date potential you cannot date a potential of what this guy could be because then you're the one trying to fix him. You're the one that's actually leading him. You're the one that is saying, oh, this, oh, this, oh, this. Don't hear what I'm not saying. We, it's an equal partnership. Women definitely teach men so many awesome things. You know, it's an equal leadership in both. It's not just like the woman just only has to learn from the man and the woman. We, we also put in all of this work. It's a very equal relationship. But he is not going to help you chase Christ if he is not being clear with you. If he's not clear with you, why would he even be clear with Christ? You know what I mean? And same goes for the girl. If you're a guy listening, if this girl is giving you mixed signals and not not also equally communicating and giving you what you're giving her again like you you can't date potential and I I feel like so often we're just wanting that relationship so bad that the waiting game isn't worth it and it's like well okay I'm just gonna I really really like them like I really like them like let's just see where this goes It's a very, very, very dangerous game to play. Very, very dangerous. I need to get, I'm going to have my boyfriend on the podcast at some point, but I feel like, you know, (laughs) most of my advice is from a woman's perspective because me, but I think it'd be very interesting to hear, you know, what he has, he's very, very, very wise. He says love is an action. And I think that is so true. Like we feel feelings and we do these things, but like love is an action. And I don't even think I have to really explain that. Like just letting the words speak for themselves. Like faith without works is nothing. Yes, you have to have that faith because if your relationship with God is just works-based, then it's like, like you don't have to work for God's love. You already have God's love. But if you are not putting that into action, if you're just talking the talk and not walking the walk, it's like, how strong is your relationship with the Lord actually going to be? It's, it's not. And it's the same with a relationship in any way. Friendships. Think about friendships. Think about your friends for a minute. Like, you go out and do things with your friends. You talk with your friends. You hang out with your friends. You plan things with your friends. You spend time with your friends. Intentionality is so important. So important. And I wish, I'm so grateful for all of my relationships in the past because they've helped me grow and learn what I want in a relationship now. But it also, I also have a lot of things that have been revealed to me of like what I, my, my thought process in going into each relationship I think words hold so much value. I think knowing how the other person feels loved is so important Um, because the way you give love may not be the way that that person receives love best. Um, You know, my love language is quality time. Love spending time with people. That's how I feel loved. But if I'm with someone who their love language is words of affirmation, meaning like, you have to t- you you tell them things that's how they're going to show their affection to me and if that's not the best way I feel loved then I need to verbalize that like hey I feel loved by spending time with you not necessarily just receiving the text messages of I appreciate you like whatever blah blah blah. those things are also make me feel great but I really cherish intentional time then they know, then your partner knows, you know, you can't expect the other person to just know how and what to do. You've got to communicate. Now there are non-negotiables in the fact of like, yeah, you shouldn't go out and hang out with other girls and ask them on dates and blah, 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 blah. blah. There are those non-negotiable things, but In a person to person connection between the two of us kind of way, communication is going to be your best friend. Your best friend. It's so important to stay in constant communication with your person, whether it's hard conversations, intentional conversations, funny conversations, conversations about your day, conversations about your past. Communication, I I heard this in a podcast, communication creates intimacy. Communication allows intimacy and not being intimate with a person of like kissy kissy smoochy smoochy blah 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 blah, which boundaries are another thing but we'll talk about that in another podcast i think i'm gonna have mom hop on on that one and we're gonna get real deep into boundaries um in relationships because i think that'd be very important to talk about um this is more of just like emotionally and you know getting into a fresh relationship especially at a young age um but those non-negotiables are there. But on a person-to-person, like connection-wise, I feel like that's very you and the other person. Because I don't feel loved the same way that my sister feels loved, the same way that my mom feels loved, the same way that blah blah blah. So there's no blanket state blank blanket blah, statement I can say that's like, oh, this is the right way to do it, and this is the right way to do it. The only blanket statement I can say is that communication is so important in a relationship. One of the most important things. The most important thing is that you and your person are chasing God first. Pursuing God daily. So important. So, so important. And then you're able to come together and strengthen each other's relationship with the Lord by being talking about sermons reading, read the Bible together, do things together. I mean, like, go, go help each other further the personal relationship that they have with the Lord. It's not to becoming one and then you chase the Lord. It's chasing the Lord and then to become one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I could just go on and on and on about a lot of these topics, a lot of these things. But I think for now I'm just gonna leave it there. I Feel like kind of covered a lot. If you have any more questions, I have this like anonymous question asker thing. Um, I feel like this this podcast is gonna spark a lot of questions and things. Um, so right after I upload this, I'm literally filming this on a Friday. I'm gonna upload it like literally right now, like right as I. It was a busy week. I'll just say that. Um, but I'm gonna put on my. Story on the podcast Instagram at that's life potty, P O D D Y, an anonymous question box where you can ask questions about relationships, dating, all the things. Um, boy and girl, from a boy's perspective, from a girl's perspective, and we can talk about it. I can get my boyfriend to come on if there's a lot of questions from like the guy's perspective. Um, might be interesting to hear both perspectives, honestly, on like both of the things but maybe I could even get my mom, I mean, and get like some older advice. I don't have it all figured out either. I just want to go and like preface that. Like I'm not like some dating genius. I really, if y'all only knew, I do not have it figured out. I do not. All I know is what I know. And so that's what I'm sharing. Um, Is it all like all from scripture? No. But is it like I don't have a verse? to coincide with like each thing that I've said on this podcast however I've read the books I've read the scripture I've prayed the prayers I've I'm I have listened to the sermons listened to the podcast I mean there's a lot and I'm not tr- saying this to, like prove myself but I'm saying this to say like this these these the seeking of advice and counsel is very very important so find your person who you see their dating life if you are interested in dating find the person who you see their dating life and want to have a dating life like that want to have a relationship like that person has and seek advice from them um i mean start with the word the word and the lord hold priority and take first place but Dating without counsel is a very, very dangerous place because then you're just trying to figure everything out for yourself. And we don't know all the things. Um, You don't have to like go to a dating like counselor together or anything. But like I have my people in my life who I talk about my like three close people that I have that I talk about my current relationship with because i know one it's not going to go anywhere i know two i look at these women and i say wow i want to be like them um not in an idolizing way just in a way of like i really look up to these women there are people gotta have place in my life that i can look up to and say you know i i want to be like them i want to go through this life thinking think like the way that they think um having influence from them And number three, it just getting another person's perspective is just so important and advice is so important in dating because we're constantly learning. Um, So yeah, (laughs) anyways, that's that on that. I love you so much. This was a brain dump. This was a lot. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I love you guys. Have the bestest week ever. Miss you. I'm gonna go eat some pancakes. Holla at me. I love you, Jesus loves you, and that's life. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to that's life potty, P-O-D-D-Y because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.